We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in, everybody, to the CFB Nation All-America podcast presented by Twisted Tea. I'm Bill Trochi, senior editor at SportingNews.com, alongside Bill Bender, our national college football writer at SportingNews.com. You can follow Bill on Twitter at BillBender92, and you can follow me at Bill Trochi, and keep an eye on the main Sporting News account at Sporting News. Uh, Don't forget, Saturday nights, we have our CFB Nation YouTube channel live show uh this week obviously we'll react to week three come on by and sip a twisted tea with us as we discuss the big developments from saturday those those shows have been have been fun a new addition to our show this this year and uh it's been fun so bill before we catch up on what's going on in the cfb nation catch our audience up on our favorite slot receiver in the Ohio youth football uh, scene there. What's going on? Uh, we had a bye week this week, so we okay. were good. We watched, <laughs> uh, let's catch the world up on the Green Bay Packers is what we need to do. And Jordan Love and 1-0. and oh, And all, <laughs> I told the bus driver about it this morning. That's, that's how excited we are about the Packers. I mean, I said it all summer. I, I did. You know. You're in love with Jordan Love. Is that everybody, right? I said all summer. I said he's going to be better than people think. And he was better than people thought. So we're very excited. It's one week. We get it. I mean, but I think Green Bay will go to the playoffs. And, you know, let's not plan that Detroit Super Bowl parade just yet. So Little Bender is a big Packers fan as well, I'm guessing. Yeah. My daughter likes the Dolphins, which is fine. But um, my mom actually likes the Dolphins a little bit. So. And, yeah, Grant and I are Packers fans. And that's, yeah, we were a little riled up and. We'll see if they can handle prosperity against the Falcons, but this is, you know, that's that's my Sunday. I get to watch all this college football on Saturday, and then the Packers are the one team I can act unreasonable about, and <laughs> and I do. I fully will, and I do, and I will. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're stressed about buying tickets or doing some last-minute ticket hunting to college football games, concerts, comedy shows, your favorite activities, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code CFBNATION for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. And again, create an account and redeem code CFBNATION for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. Oh, very good, very good. All right, well, back to college football. Uh, we want to uh, talk first about kind of a serious matter Michigan State and Mel Tucker. Of course, uh, Michigan State suspended Mel Tucker with pay on or without pay, actually on Sunday uh, while it completes an investigation on whether he sexually harassed Brenda Tracy, a sexual assault awareness speaker uh, he had gotten to know after she spoke to his team. Tracy filed a a claim of sexual harassment in December and the university began an investigation immediately in July. The reporting was complete and the hearing was scheduled to complete it on October 6th, October 5th and 6th, I guess. Tracy provided details of the investigation to USA Today, and on Sunday, USA Today published a story, of course, Tucker's side of the story is the relationship, and specifically an act of phone sex, was consensual. Tracy said it was not. Uh, Tucker and his lawyer fought back against the allegations on Monday. They issued a statement. Um, Tucker, in his statement, said that they had developed a mutually intimate relationship and that Tracy at times encouraged the relationship by inviting and accepting gifts. Uh, The likely conclusion is after the hearing, Tucker will be fired with cause and Michigan State will not have to pay the remainder of his $95 million contract that expires in 2032. 
Harlan Barnett has been named interim head coach, and Mark D'Antonio is returning to Michigan State as an associate head coach. He's 67 and coached the Spartans from 2007 to 2019. Bill, what was your reaction when you heard about this story on Sunday? Um, I mean, there's I'm trying to find the right words, but I mean, it's it's bizarre. We'll start there, and obviously with Mel Tucker and and the contract that he signed, it's it's one of those things that you know you you wonder how this happens and how how that happens with somebody in that kind of position. Now there is a lot of back and forth going through social media and uh, the court of public opinion between Brenda Tracy and. Mel Tucker and people will have their feelings on that. But, you know, my general feeling is I read something by Graham Couch that day, Lansing State Journal, good friend. Uh, Mel Tucker's not going to coach there again, one way or the other. I mean, they may give him a buyout of some sort, but um, yeah, he's not going to coach football at Michigan State again. And I think it's the same thing we talked about with Northwestern in the summer, where I get bringing back Mark D'Antonio and Harlan Barnett for this year, but clean the house after that. I mean, it, and I like Mark D'Antonio a lot. He obviously built this program, but you need to press reset. You need to, you know, do something different and distance yourself from this. And that's that's what's going to end up happening. I think D'Antonio is almost in that Barry Alvarez role right now where he's going to kind of steady the ship and and rightfully so. Now, I don't know. Well, yeah, I think what uh, Northwestern did it with Skip Holtz, right? Right. Right. Kind of helping out the new guy. I don't totally agree with the assessment that Michigan state needs to clean house like Northwestern needs to clean house because I thought Northwestern was a cultural thing that people knew about. And there's no way only Pat Fitzgerald knew about it. And I think the assistants were compliant. The players obviously were involved in the hazing and everything like that. Michigan state sounds like a private matter that Mel Tucker was, you know, engaged in. Um, it, it, yeah, it's unbelievable in terms of showing poor judgment. There are some questions. I mean, Tucker is going to fight back, uh, not only to save his reputation, but save the, the contract and everything like that. Um, you know, it, the whole thing was kind of weird in that she the phone call took place in April. And then there was a uh, lecture planned that summer that Tucker says he postponed, Tracy says he canceled, and then the complaint was filed in December. So it was eight months after the call, and it was, you know, she didn't hang up or whatever. And I don't know. It's just, it's not, I don't know if it's as black and white as it first appeared, but it's messy enough where I agree that they're going to have to make a change. And I thought it was bizarre that they mentioned Jim Harbaugh in the statement. And now, there was an exchange at Big Ten Media Day, I remember this very clearly, where a reporter asked Jim Harbaugh about Brenda Tracy. It's these, these things that pop up when you see stories about this. She's like, he, she was a honorary captain at a game. She spoke to the team. And this uh, reporter asked him something to the effect of, why wasn't she invited back? And Harbaugh got a little cagey with her. And then, obviously, Harbaugh came out and, and voiced his support of her yesterday. That's that. That was a little bizarre wrinkle in the thing. Now, it, I'm just mentioning, I'm not trying to stir up some conspiracy here. I'm just mentioning that that happened. There was a bizarre back and forth between Harbaugh about Brenda Tracy, where he said, I was a big fan. And, 
you know, she just, it doesn't have, just hasn't worked out that she's got back to campus. So when I read Harbaugh, I, I, you know, if Brenda Tracy was critical of Jim Harbaugh, I don't know, but you know, getting back to Mel Tucker, like I said, all of these things. Now the cleaning house part though, like the reason I said that is like Mark Antonio resigned amid NCAA allegations about hiring a recruiting director. And I like Mark a lot. I respect Mark. I know what Mark's done. And that wasn't necessarily what happened there wasn't really on him in some ways. But this is a university that's been through a couple scandals. So I just think you start over. You, you press reset. You distance yourself from anything that could touch from Mel Tucker from the next part. So, um, yeah. But and, and it takes away from on the field. They're pretty good. They're 2-0. and uh, the quarterback just got Big Ten Player of the Week. They've got Washington coming into campus uh, for what should be a fun game. And all we're going to talk about is Mel Tucker. And where's Mel Tucker? And that's, you never know with 18 to 22-year-olds, Bill, where that goes on Saturday. Maybe they play super inspired. Maybe they get beat by 40 by a really good Washington team. And we went from June Northwestern was coached by Pat Fitzgerald. Michigan was coached by Jim Harbaugh. Michigan State was coached by Mel Tucker. Week three of the season, none of those three will be on the sidelines. It's just a crazy, crazy string going on in the Big Ten right now. It is. I mean, and, and it is what it is. I mean, Michigan, Jim Harbaugh will be back in a week. But Michigan State, it's interesting because I thought, you know, watching them the first two weeks that maybe they – and I still think that they could – they'll compete with Michigan when Michigan comes to Michigan State. They always do in East Lansing. They, they can compete with Penn State. I still don't think they can beat Ohio State. But that's just because of matchups on the outside. But, yeah, it's it's a really strange story that popped up at midnight on Saturday. But that's that's college football for you. You get one of those a week. Yeah, it's unreal. Well, here's another one. The Oklahoma offensive coordinator, Jeff Levy, apologized. Uh, Monday in a prepared statement for having his father-in-law on the field after Oklahoma's win over SMU. Problem is his father-in-law is Art Bryles, of course, who was uh, fired in 2016 at Baylor after an investigation concluded he and his player, uh, he and his coaching staff took no action toward players who were accused of sexual assault. Uh, became a thing on the Oklahoma message board, seeing Art Bryles on the sideline with Oklahoma gear. But again, it's his son-in-law uh, who is on the staff as offensive coordinator. OU athletic director Joe Castiglione and coach Brent Venables made it clear that that would not happen again. Uh, your reaction to that story? Well, you're not going to get me to say too many nice things about Art Bryles right. like everybody else. I mean, he's obviously still creates that kind of reaction, but he also, it's family members. As long as it wasn't being celebrated, like you can't deny Art Bryles a ticket to the game if he buys it. I suppose you don't have to get him sideline passes. Um, I honestly didn't even see this story, but that that seems like a case where you're they're apologizing just in case, and that's there's nothing wrong with that to yeah. me. I mean, you might be against it, but like if we offended anybody, we're sorry. But if you're offended, it's his father-in-law. That's how I would put it. It's like one of those. But yeah, Art Bryles obviously. He's earned that reputation the wrong way. But Jeff Levy's a really good coordinator. He is. And Oklahoma's, again, another good football team through two weeks that 
probably shouldn't have to be addressing these things. I still don't think Art Bryles will ever coach again. He was a few years ago, he was hired on as a assistant and that lasted about two days. I remember that. And then gone. So yeah. And, and again, you know, these are the things I don't necessarily like talking about, Bill. We do, you know, this isn't on the field stuff. So let's talk we, on the field. We, let's talk some on the field. Let's talk your 133, which you cranked out Saturday and Sunday morning. Really great job. Uh, you rank every team from one to 133. Let's just talk about the top 10, though, this week. You had to make some adjustments. We had Alabama, we had Texas. They had to move around. How did you go through your top 10? Well, you know, I, it's a little bit different than the AP, but I I go through on Saturday and kind of when Texas won, you and I were kind of going back and forth how high are they going to be? And my initial reaction was, well, it's Texas. It's a big win. They'll probably be three. But they put them behind Florida State, which I respect. If I guess if Florida State played Texas tomorrow, Florida State would probably be favored. Maybe. I don't know what you think. I, I don't. Maybe. Um, a short, maybe. short favorite in that game. And I still have Ohio State at four. I didn't anticipate they would drop the six in the AP pool. But that top six, is, so Georgia's going to be one until they lose, no matter right. how they play, how they look. Michigan will probably be number two until they lose, no matter how they look. They haven't played anybody yet. They're not playing anybody this week. So three through seven, Texas, Ohio State, Florida State, USC, Penn State. I'll rope Notre Dame there in eight. Three through eight, they're all about the same, Hmm. which is fun. Like Texas, the gap between a Texas and a Notre Dame and the gap between an Ohio State and USC is pretty small. I don't know. How would you stack up the top five? No, I agree. Yeah, I think um, Texas has the most impressive win. I'll say that, right? A road win in Alabama doesn't get much more impressive than that. And it it was a complete win. It was a complete win. They looked better on defense. They looked better at quarterback. They had fewer penalties, which has been a problem Alabama cannot solve. They had 90 more yards and penalties on Saturday afternoon. I mean, Saturday night. And like, I don't know. I mean, people are starting to throw dirt a little bit on Alabama, which is dangerous. But these problems that they've had are not going away. You can throw a little bit of dirt on them, in my opinion, because they're not they didn't fix those issues that you just talked about. And I don't think they're going to go to the playoff. I was surprised they were 10 over Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee's two and Oh, Tennessee didn't look great against Austin P but Tennessee's still undefeated. And I like where they have Washington. I think Washington, if you're listening out there and you (laughs) haven't watched Washington make, and you don't have, if you have Peacock, because you're going to have to have Peacock to do it. I know. Make it a point to watch them on Saturday. Their offense is legit. They have two really good receivers in McMillan and Adunze. Um, Michael Penix is phenomenal and they've earned this top 10 billing that, I mean, I don't, if you asked how many college football fans don't know who Kalen DeBoer is, I wonder, like, if you went on the straight, do you know who Kalen DeBoer is in a random college football family? No. Well, he's on a top 10 team that is very, very good. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy 
got your happy price, price line. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Uh, Trojan trivia. Uh-oh. We got to bring some Trojan trivia. Speaking of Alabama, speaking of throwing dirt on Alabama. Here it comes. They started the year three in the AP poll, I think. Mm-hmm. They are currently 10, and they've got a steep hill to climb to get to number one. There's a potential that they will not reach number one this season. In any week, can you name the last season Alabama was not ranked number one at any point in the season? That is the Trochi trivia question for today. That fact has been kind of floating out there. You may have already seen it, but if you haven't, think about it. What is the last season Alabama was never ranked number one at any point during the season. This could be it. I, 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 I haven't seen that question. I'm probably going to get this wrong, but I have my guess already. But we'll see. 20, yeah, 2023 could be the uh, could be the answer. So, um, yeah, let's talk a little SEC. And, uh, you know, there's people throwing dirt on the SEC right now or throwing shade at least. Well earned. They are three and six as a conference against Power Five competition with all six losses by at least 10 points. LSU, Texas A&M, Alabama, Florida, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt have a loss. I mean, a lot of those names are big names. And when you look at the rest of the non-conference slate, I'd say Missouri is going to be an underdog to Kansas State. Florida is going to be an underdog to Florida State. I think South Carolina is going to be an underdog to Clemson, likely. And then Kentucky-Louisville at the very end of the year, that that's a toss-up right there. I mean, could we be talking 10 non-conference losses for the for the mighty SEC? That's not good. I think the worst of them, I mean, Alabama's loss was bad because we haven't seen one in a while. Texas A&M getting lit up was bad. And LSU got lit up. LSU got lit up. So, I mean, those are the ones we pay attention to. I mean, I'm wondering what would happen with Tulane and Ole Miss had Michael Pratt played. And that was a tight game into the fourth quarter. I'm not taking away from Ole Miss victory, but yeah, that was a good Tulane team. I don't see this is my problem with, and I'm a Big Ten guy, as you know. When I lived down in the South, I always tell these people when I lived in Charlotte, I went to a South Carolina Tennessee game once. And I'm talking about the Big Ten or whatever, and their fans are telling me how much they hate Notre Dame and Ohio State and Michigan. And they were doing the whole SEC dominance thing. And I was like, South Carolina doesn't get a ring for Alabama winning at all. I'm sorry. You don't. Like, Penn State doesn't get a ring if Ohio State wins it. So why would I root for other Big Ten teams, you know? Or why should they? And, yeah, so I I think a little bit of that 
we'll see how they do that. Because I, right now, Georgia is the only elite team in the conference that's like maybe Tennessee. I don't – and the other thing Alabama's lost, and we talked about this, and the SEC will not get two playoff teams. It, it's not going to happen. And there is a scenario out there where the SEC could get no playoff teams, believe it or not. All it takes is one Georgia loss. Because what – Bill, what if happens if USC is undefeated, Florida State's undefeated, Texas is undefeated, and one of those Big Ten threes undefeated? And There's the not going to be – Right. And the SEC has a loss. I mean, the SEC West, the top of the SEC West has just lost all kinds of respect early in the season. I mean – those are the top three teams. You could make a long shot case that AM might have been a playoff team. Alabama certainly was in the discussion. LSU was certainly in the discussion. All three of them have lost by double digits already. So, yeah, the SEC picture, the SEC contenders has cleared out kind of fast here. Well, Way I, faster than I expected. What if, what do we do? I can tell you, here's one kind of prediction. If Ole Miss were to beat Alabama, then we'll start hyping up Ole Miss as like this playoff sleeper. If they were to go into Bryant-Denny and throw the rest of the dirt on Alabama and win next week, then I think they'll start to get lionized a little bit because, you know, but they would still have to go all the way to beat Georgia. You know, Tennessee will be the team. LSU could be, you know, then the, or we go LSU can be the one loss team that could, that just had a bad week one. That's what they'll start doing. So they're going to have to find creative ways to hype up teams. I was wrong about Texas A&M, sort of. I still think that was a hard road game. But the defense, was of all the things that we're talking about, the offense all summer, now we're talking about how bad their defense is. Yeah, Ole Miss, even if they sneak by Alabama, they got LSU the next week, and then they have Georgia late in the season. That's just the regular season. That's a brutal schedule for Lane. But they they have some guys, and they have, um, you know, Quinshawn. They have a good defensive line. Their quarterback play has been good enough. And they did go to Tulane and win. And I'll get – even without Michael Pratt, they still won that game by 17 points. Right. So you mentioned USC real quick. Like, if, what if we have an undefeated USC? I Look at the Pac-12. There's eight ranked teams in there. I don't think anyone's getting out of there unscathed. I would be shocked. Uh, we've talked about the Pac-12, um, how good it's been. They've done a great job in non-conference, of course, even down to Washington State beating Washington this, I mean, uh, beating Wisconsin this weekend. So great to see. And, you know, they've got the most exciting two-way player, of course, in Travis Hunter, the most exciting freshman, Zachariah Brown at USC, most exciting transfer QB and Shadur Sanders. Uh, you know, the league's beaten Florida, Wisconsin, TCU, Nebraska, and Baylor already. Um, I, I would have a hard time figuring out that uh, predicting that a team is going to get out of there undefeated. Yeah, and the, the trick is, can they get out without two losses? Because this is kind of what happened last year. And maybe this is the year we have a two-loss playoff team. Maybe, but I, I doubt it um, because it never happens. One of these teams find a way to get through. Um USC is pretty phenomenal at the quarter pool and what Caleb Williams is doing with that offense defense is we'll see how they do against some real teams. Um, Oregon's pretty good. I, was to say, I, I forgot to include Texas tech as a team that was already been beaten too. By yeah. I mean, tech. so they Oregon, Washington state and Utah all had impressive victories last week. Cause in the past, those were games that the PAC 12 might not win. 
and then we could pile on and say their conference is terrible, right? So um, I think it's really good. I think the quarterback plays a lead. I think Colorado's kind of taken a lot of the oxygen, and rightfully so, because what they're doing I, – I think I said this on our podcast or on the radio show yesterday where – I don't know if you caught this Saturday – Gus said, this is the biggest story in college football. And Joel Clack corrected him on the air and said, no, this is the biggest story in sports. <laughs> and I don't necessarily disagree. Because Joel, Clatt, Joel Clatt, CU alum. Just to, you know. finding, yeah, like finding a little <laughs> bit of hyperbole on, I mean, other than Aaron Rodgers' leg, you know, this is what we're talking about this morning is Colorado being two and oh and Colorado who there are people that are going to stay up late and watch them play Colorado state. And then, so my neighbor, I based this on my neighbor at the bus stop. Uh, he was even talking about him and he said, well, when do you think they're going to, you know, get a reality check? And I said, well, when they play USC, we're all going to find out one way or the other or Oregon. So to your point, the PAC 12 has great storylines, great teams, Great fun. I hope they get a playoff team out of it in the last year. It would be just in some ways for that to happen. I know. And it's a shame. And Dan Wetzel wrote a column this week, and I agreed with it. If the TV negotiations were going on after this season rather than after last season, it would have been a different outcome. And we'd still have a Pac-12. It was it's just bad timing. Really, uh, really is. And, you know, it, you can't do anything about the sunlight on the East coast. I mean, people have to stay up to watch these games, but there is reason to do it. I mean, like Dante Moore last week was yet another quarterback. I know threw for three touchdowns and, and had a good game and they're on to something. And we we've got some pieces at sporting news this week about, you know, we're going to have a piece about Quinn Ewers and the Heisman. And I'm, I was breaking down some of that. And then we're going to have a piece on Shadur Sanders and he's just so accurate. And, and, He's one of many. So when these games happen, this is why the NFL – it's my theory, Bill. The NFL is really successful because of the quarterback matchups. You know, you tune in to see Mahomes play Burrow or Burrow play Allen or Hurts play Jordan Love. That's coming in the NFC Championship this year. But um, the – Call the shot. But that's why these will be fun, right? It'll be fun to see Shadur Sanders and Caleb Williams and Bo Nix versus Michael Penix and Penix versus Caleb. And I don't know that any Can't other award. I mean, like all these guys. There's, there's no other conference that has that. Like if we did this by conference, the ACC would be Travis and May. I'm like, I'm there. The rest of them, maybe right. some Riley Leonard. Big <laughs> Ten, it's like Drew Aller and J.J. McCarthy. And that's it right now until Ohio State figures it out. Uh, Big 12, I don't know, uh, Ewers and Gabriel. And then SEC is the one where it's like, what quarterback matchup in the SEC are you dying to see? Probably not one. And maybe that's the answer to this question with these conferences. So USC, looking at their schedule, trying to get through it, they have one, two, three, four, five, six ranked teams left. Colorado <laughs> on the road should be a solid favorite. At Notre Dame, toss up. Mm -hmm. Utah at home. Uh, I think Utah won last time they played at USC. They've played some good games there. They're always good games when they play at USC. They have to host Washington late in the year, and they have to go to Oregon. Not easy. And then they got UCLA and old Dante Moore to, to wrap it up. So, 
Yeah. And then the Pac-12 championship game. So I do, despite all the flowers we're giving the Pac-12, I think they're going to cannibalize each other and they might not make the playoff, which seems so crazy and tragic and just pile the, another piece, another uh, log on the tragic fire for Pac-12 if they don't make the playoff this year. Well, yeah, and if well, if you're USC in that schedule you just mentioned, and they go five and one in those games, and they finish eleven and one, I don't know. Given what happened to them last year, I might just be like, "Hey, we're not going to play in the Pac-12 title game. We're good. <laughs> we're good. We're we're good. We we've, we've got our case, you know. Like, right? We're good, and we're not going to risk this like we did last year, where you know, if they don't play a Pac-12 championship game, they're in the playoff, and Ohio State isn't." Mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. and if they they beat all of those ranked teams whew, that notre dame usc game is going to be a lot of fun by the way it is but that's going to be like the first time that game's been super fun in a while right right last year got a lot of hype but mm-hmm. that sam hartman went on the field though so right and notre dame already had two losses entering yeah. that game that's so. going to be a lot of fun they're going to have a, a, some fewer losses this week so all right well very good all right before we get out of here Back to the trivia question. When was the last time Alabama was not ranked number one at any point during a season? I mean, I was going to say 2010, but they were probably number one to start the season because they won the national title the year before. So I'll just say do the easy answer, and it's probably Saban's first season, 07. You are correct. So I did not think myself here because I was out thinking it the whole time. Um, 2007, Alabama has been number one at least one week during uh, the right during the college football season. Mm-hmm. 16 years in a row. That's crazy. I'm not sure that ma- that record will ever be matched. That's crazy. It's it's like <laughs> it's it's like the Patriots with Brady in some ways. Like it it's that kind of dynasty where. We'll never have another. I don't think in the 12 team era we'll have a dynasty like this. And I know people are rushing to be first to pronounce it DOA. I mean, they're in trouble because you and I talked about this Saturday night on the live show that that it's the quarterback play is the separator right now. So they're going to have to figure something out. And maybe it's Julian saying next year, maybe it's a transfer portal guy. But right now they don't have the quarterback play necessary to win a national championship. Agree. Agree. So, all right. Well, that's our show. We've got two more this week. We have, we think we have a special guest lined up uh, for our next show. And then uh, obviously our prediction show where we will revisit the confidence contest. Spoiler alert, Troji's still in the lead. Uh, but uh, thank you to everyone for listening to the CFB Nation All-America podcast brought to you by Twisted Tea on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And for those of you watching on our YouTube channel at CFB Nation, Thank you to Irish Breakdown, your source for Notre Dame football information. Don't forget, again, to join us Saturday nights for our live reaction show around 1130 Eastern time on the CFB Nation YouTube channel. You hit subscribe, you'll get a notification uh, that we're about to come on the air. We have a lot of fun just breaking everything down right off the bat for you. And you can listen to it, of course, in your podcast feed on Sunday morning. So enjoy the rest of your day, and we will see you soon.
When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.